This is 251 Now with Kelly Finley, the go-to place for what's happening in our local community. Presented by Spring Hill College. The businesses you need to know about, local artists to support, restaurants to visit, community leaders making a difference, local topics you and your friends are talking about now. Good Sunday morning and welcome to 251 Now with Kelly Finley. I'm Kelly Finley. Welcome to the show. If you've listened before, then you know this is a great space to really meet some amazing people in the community doing big things. Sometimes it's local, sometimes it's national, and sometimes in this case, it's international. Love it. As I do each Sunday, I have my guests introduce themselves and tell you which organization they're with. And then we get right to the conversation at hand. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to have you. So happy to be here. Let everyone know who you are. My name is Dr. Gia Wiggins. I'm a Mobile native, and I am the founder of Audidocity and the president of Morale Resource, Human Resources Consulting. See, that's when they go, snap that up. Yes, I love it. I love when I have women, especially in who are who are who um, have major titles, but I know that your platform is not for you to just brag on. It's yeah. for you to give back and do so much in the community. And yes, I love my male guests, too. Let me just go ahead and say that because they they'll say, what about me? But um, all right, let's break it down. So you say you're a Mobile native. Where did you grow up? Which high school did you attend? Attended Shaw High School, 1993, and I grew up in West Mobile. Um, so my mom and my dad still live off Ziegler Boulevard, but my grandmother, both my paternal and my maternal grandmother, lived in Tolmanville on Clinton Street. So okay, both sides. okay, love that. Love when when that when we have a local um, person uh, from the community that people recognize, whether it's street names or high schools, because they know it's somebody who's really giving back. So, as president of Morale Resource, what does that mean? So uh, Morale Resource is a human resources consulting company that focuses on compliance. So, I mean, snooze, right? Um, HR <laughs> consulting. No, no, no. You're, you're, they need you when things are not quite right. They right. <laughs> so uh, oftentimes when you have human resources consulting or someone that focuses on HR, um, they are doing the day-to-day work. Um, so what our focus is, is going into a company and helping them find the things that don't work and the things that are broken that may possibly get them in trouble. And so we help them put together a plan to fix it. And then we actually help to get them out of danger. So if a, if a business is being really smart and proactive, they find you before there's a problem. Right? Absolutely. OK, but I'm thinking a lot of businesses don't do that. Um. It's maybe about 50-50. Usually it is one tiny problem and they don't really know who to go to. So maybe they'll go to their corporate attorney and they'll say, hey, you know, I know somebody that does this work that can help you out. And so it starts off as one little thing. And then I go in and do an audit because we have to do an audit. I start that off and we find... 20 other things that Ooh. we need to be able to address. And so if they make the call, whether they know that they should or somebody tells them that maybe they should, it doesn't matter. They're going to always get the same service. My goodness, I could I could almost envision, you know, you coming in and working with somebody and then they say, well, there is this other thing. And <laughs> always. <laughs> right? <laughs> Now that you're here, can right. we talk to you about something that's been bothering us the last couple of years? Yes. What should we do? So what, because there are people who are setting up businesses right mm-hmm. now for the very first time, and they have a few employees enough where there could be some strife um, because yep. humans are humans. What advice would you give them that they need to arm themselves with besides the obvious of reaching out to you? What can they do um, as they wait to reach out? To that's you? a phenomenal question. The Department of Labor website. Oh. Um, oftentimes people don't realize how you 
user-friendly that website is. So everything um, under wage and hour all the way to the EEOC, all of that is inside of the wage, uh, inside of the Department of Labor website. So you can go into the Department of Labor website and you can go to the small business tools okay. on that website and it will tell you everything that you are legally responsible for by the number of employees that you have and by your industry from the OSHA standpoint, from disability, from EEOC, wage and hour and everything. It'll give you all the information that you need. I think you are um, opening up some eyes for many people. And then there's other people who are concerned because they had no idea <laughs> right? that it's right there. Right. And and that um, I'm that literature probably needs to be updated in their respective office spaces mm-hmm. so that they're in compliance. Oh, my goodness. So quick fact uh-huh. that people don't normally know. If you have one employee in your space, then you have to have Department of Labor posters that have like the wages and everything. And it has to be posted somewhere that the employees will be able to see it. If it is not, let's say, for example, they're working remotely, then the company can just send it to them via email. So that's a quick tip. That was free. That's yeah. <laughs> She's feeling good. So if, if you were to go somewhere, let's say you were visiting an office, just visiting a friend, and you see that they don't have something. I do it all the time. I know. I can, like, <laughs> can I walk around here? Like, I, I, I know where it is here. Okay, I, but I'll let you walk around. Um, what type of, what type of um, penalty is that if that's not posted? Oh, it could be, it could be thousands of dollars in penalties if you don't have the things that are posted and it's they look at two things Mm -hmm. they look one to see if you ever had it so was it expired and maybe you just you know missed it but if they find a bunch of other things as well then it could be considered a willful violation which means that you knew better you decided to completely disregard the law and therefore we're going to teach you a stronger lesson and so I mean um, when you put it like that they should get a stronger lesson yeah yeah and oftentimes they'll with the Department of Labor, with any of the branches of the Department of Labor, if they come in and they do a visit and they're coming in to ask you about one little thing mm-hmm. and as you were taking them to the other place, they're like, ooh, and also that, and look at those plugs, OSHA, and you know, all those things that can happen, and so it the easiest way is to make sure that it's taken care of the first time That's and... Right. That website, again, Department of Labor. DepartmentofLabor.gov. That's all right there. Well, and I know you've used the acronym, and I'm familiar with it, but some may not. Um, Tell everyone what OSHA means. Okay, so OSHA um, is the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, Mm -hmm. Um, and it looks out for the safety of workers to ensure that they leave the same way that they came, maybe a little bit better because they've got a little extra money in their pocket. So they are a division of the Department of Labor. Mm-hmm. And they come in to look and make sure that everything is safe and that there are not, you know, holes and electric outlets and stuff that are exposed. But they take care of the safety of employees. That's Dr. Gia giving us <laughs> all the info. I love this. So how long have you had this company? So I started Morale Resource in 2015. Why did you feel the need to start this company? That's a great question. Um, I started the company because I've worked in human resources since 1998. I started off as a recruiter. Um, I get asked that question all the time, like, how did you get your start in HR? Because there's so many people trying to get started. I started off as a recruiter, staffing agency, best way to for me to you know for somebody to get into human resources mm-hmm. 
Well, I've worked in HR for many, many years, and I've always been considered a problem solver in those capacities. So there's something weird going on. Hey, we need you to fix this. We need you to build this. Uh Well, as I was preparing to exit corporate America, I was in school for my Ph.D., at the time, and I wanted to still do something in HR without being in HR full time. So someone that I'd worked with right after I'd left my last corporate job, they were like, hey, I got this project for you. You know, I'd love for you to do this project. And I was like, yeah, sure. And it started from there. It was accidental. It was nothing that I intended to happen. But that's how God works sometimes. Won't he do and it? it? Yes, he will. <laughs> and so it just started from there. And it's just it's taken off since 2015. So not to get into stereotypes or anything like that, but you're awfully young to, to have, <laughs> but to, ha- to be in an industry like you are, because many times, and I think about when I started jobs, it's always someone who's kind of long in the tooth, you know? Um, and so the question is, is what would make you go into this industry? What, what love in the HR world made you say, I need to be that recruiter and then grow from there. It found me. Huh. It absolutely found me. I had no intention on going into human resources at all. It wasn't even on the radar. I was, um, I'm a graduate of Gremlin State University, go okay. Tigers. Okay. And I started my undergrad and I was at a job fair, had no idea I was a psychology major, thought I was going to have to go and get a master's in psychology. And I guess I was going to be a psychologist. I mean, I really didn't know. Mm-hmm. Went to a job fair and saw a guy that I knew at this booth for the staffing company called mm-hmm. Aerotech. And we're having a conversation. And he's like, why don't you come here to work? And I was like, well, okay. Next thing I know, I had an interview in Houston. And I moved to Houston to go and take this job. And so I started recruiting and fell in love with it. I fell in love with the idea of being the person that can give somebody the best news that they've ever gotten. I've given them the gift of being able to take care of their families. That's huge. And so from there, I think I just kind of got addicted to that feeling. It was like that rush. And so as I started to go into HR administration, it was the same thing. Um, HR professionals have the unique ability to take care of any roadblocks that an employee may have so they can just focus on doing their work and going home to their families. So we're taking care of pay issues, benefit issues, mean, abusive supervisors and managers, policies and procedures that could you know, cause them not to be successful at work. Mm-hmm. And so at the consulting level, we have the opportunity to work with owners, executive managers, CEOs. So we have an opportunity to really impact the workplace at the top and help them to be able to see, hey, here are some gaps and some things that you can do to really better serve your employees. And we get to see those changes in real time. Love that. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about your other company that you have founded with a very unique name. And also, um, and this is a personal question because I always ask those who have a lot on their plate, how do you find balance in your world? (laughs) Or if you're like me, still searching. Quick break, back with more on 251 Now with Kelly Finley after this.
Welcome back to 251 Now with Kelly Finley. Dr. Gia Wiggins, she is here. She wears a number of hats. If you've been listening, then you know that. And if you're just tuning in, you've got some great um, timing because we're delving more into. So she told you that she's president of Morale Resource. Now we're delving into um, this company that she founded. What's the name of your company? Audacity. Audacity. That yes. just sounds like, Rrr. I know. I love the name. Do you kind of laugh when people try to pronounce it? Like, oh, they Audio City. Audio City. Um, yeah. Audacity. <laughs> That's a that's a good one. Say it too. again. So, say it again. Um, it's auditosity. Auditosity. Where did you're putting the world of auditing into? Yes. So auditosity is a human resources auditing platform. So I've basically looked for a way to automate what I do for clients every single day. Mm-hmm. So that's what auditosity is. So so you're like the best friend that they didn't know that they needed, but now they have you and they will never let you go. Well, it takes so much time to do a normal audit. So um, if I go in to do a normal audit, the process is about a month, a month and a half from the time that I give them all the things that they need to gather to the time we finish to give them the findings report. And so I wanted to find a way to be able to streamline it, but also it's difficult to scale a consulting business across the country. And so we are operating in 13 different states at this point, um, but I can only take on so many clients. And so I wanted to find a way that everybody would have an opportunity to audit their own program. That's scary, though. To some people, right? Well, it can be. Um, but especially if you have somebody that it's, you know, sitting across from you and looking at you and asking you a bunch of questions in a consulting scenario, you build relationships. And they have to trust you in order for them to open the closet and let all the bones fall out. Um, you so, want me to close that closet? Right. Like, like, I don't want you to see that closet. Like, We're going to need to take two. Right. But you have to build that relationship. But in the world of audacity, you can do it at your own time. So you can open up the closets individually and you can do audits on different sections and take your time. Are you always as calming? Because I tell you, you you make it less stressful and less painful, I'm sure. Because that's that's high tension. Yeah, it can be. You know, when you're having to, you know, a stranger come into your workplace or from, you know, doing it from a, a digital standpoint, but having to reveal some weaknesses. Yeah. And you start by just letting people, everybody has skeletons. Like there, I've never seen a company that I walked in and was like, oh my God, you have it all together. I'm just going to leave now. It's never, ever, ever happened. Uh And so it's like, you know, the scary part is not addressing it. And someone comes in a regulatory body or an attorney who's asking you to turn over all your records. That's the scary part. I'm your friend. So let's go through this. And so that's the same thing with what the platform will do. It'll just give them an opportunity to see what their weaknesses are and give them some tools to be able to fix it. You know, we've mentioned all these great things about you. And I know people right now are like, okay, how do we contact her? Like, what do we do? What's the best way for people to contact Um, My website, um, www.moraleresource.com or audacity.com. That's the best way um, to reach me. Okay. So here's something very cool because uh, you and I are friends offline. Yes. And I always let people know that. And we're also on um, a couple of boards together as well. And I knew you were cool. But I mean, reading about you, you've been in various magazines, you're splashed all across social media for all the right reasons. And we love to see it. (laughs) I have to add that, you know, this day 
and age. Right. But um, you've had the opportunity, you've said, to, to be involved in some major events. You participated in the Goldman Sachs 10K Small Business Program yes. last year. What yes. is that? What was that about? So um, the Goldman Sachs 10K Program is a program for small businesses, and it's an incubator process. Um, and so you have to meet certain revenue goals to be able to get into the program. But they teach you how to automate and also how to streamline your business so you can become more profitable. It was game changing for me. Um, I thought we were doing pretty good before, but the thought of Audacity came up in that program. The asked the question of what does your exit look like? I was like, I don't know. I just really started and started looking at ways that we can automate and to have significant growth. And that's where the idea came from. So Goldman changed the way that I viewed my business. So it was really important. That's empowering. And I think that, you know, since we're still very much in the pandemic, we're seeing more of um, a lean in into uh, women owned businesses, yeah. minority owned businesses, and and uh, more people taking the time to care, to yeah. ask the questions and see how that they can assist so that everybody has a fighting chance right? to, to not only just be in the conversation and be at the table, but Maybe I'll bring the table too. Right. And the chairs. <laughs> right. And the snacks. Right. Right. Um, also, um, you know, in your background, you were able to speak on a panel with uh, Inc. Magazine's founder house. Yes. During Black Tech Week in yes. Cincinnati. Yes. It was what, the what, most empowering situation I think I've ever is been it because in. Because you're with your, your, your type of people who get it. Yeah. And, you know, there were. I had the opportunity. I was invited by Inc. Magazine to be a part of this panel and got to participate in Black Tech Week, which is, if you don't know anything about it, Black Tech Week is fantastic. It's just a bunch of African-American founders um, and and allies that come into a space for over a period of days and having so many different founders that are there. The lady who started, you know, Black Girl Code, um, person who started Brown Toy Box. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lady that started Healthy Roots Dolls. Um, Just so many. The lady who um, started Honey Box, um, excuse me, Honey Pot. Um, And so all of these people are in the room, and we just had an opportunity to talk about the very unique space that happens when you are building something from scratch, um, particularly in the tech Mm -hmm. and more in the tech startup um, realm. But it was so empowering to listen to these people who are multimillionaires and the fact that they're sharing what works for them everything it was so transparent and and, and let me clarify something before somebody wants to you know look at me sideways when i say your people i'm talking about people in tech absolutely i'm talking about people who are founders i'm talking about leaders in their respective fields because when you are able to get in that room no matter what you look like or where you come from when you have that energy exchange as my husband likes to always say or just the 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 ideas it 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 is empowering it was a safe space yes it was a safe space because everybody that was in that room walked into the room understanding that i need information but i also would like to give information and so i found out more about fundraising in the tech startup space 
in that very short period of time than I think I've ever known in my entire life. And I'm an entrepreneur. So things like that, what type of attorneys, what, you know, what people are doing and how they got started and what type of marketing things that they were doing. It was amazing. So I left there feeling warm and full and I came back and I was on fire. And and what I love most about you, because there's much to love, is that you share that with yeah. those locally. You don't say, oh, well, I was invited to this and I benefited. You bring that here and you're constantly being involved in various groups and organizations. And again, this is where social media is, is really powerful because yeah. you can share that messaging with the masses right. and they benefit. Um, tell me about your mentor. <sighs> I have I have quite a few mentors uh-huh. um, that that pour into me in different ways. I have a mentor that just loves me. And I'm Gia, you know, her friend who, you know, she's also in business. Um, but she sees me from the standpoint of what my spiritual needs are and could look at me or listen to my voice and tell that I need to be poured into. Wow. And so that's one mentor. And then I have another mentor that is a business mentor that challenges me on business things and makes connections. Um, But I have a third mentor, Mm. um, my husband. Yes, ma'am. Let me tell you, Bart Wiggins, love you, babe. (laughs) That man, anything that I do um, that I, I... this is a new idea that I have, or this is something that I want to do. He listens to it. He supports it. He gives me the hard questions. We map that thing out. Mm -hmm. If I need to travel, he's got the babies. I don't have to worry about it. I mean, truly a partner, but no matter how good or how bad of a day I had, I am dying to get home to tell him about my day. I just got the chills. It is. Uh, he's amazing. And Mr. so Wiggins, I'm right, ahead. Mr. Wiggins. Okay. <laughs> that is beautiful. And that leads to my next question of the balance, because, it, you know, when you think HR, which we talked about in the earlier segment, um, you're, you're, you're absorbing other people's everything and that can get heavy. Plus, on top of that, you have founded your own company. Plus, on top of that, you're a wife and a mother. Um, that balance, please help us because we, in, a, in for a lot of us, most of us, we're all a work in progress. But w- if we hear that something works for somebody, we take that and we add that to our toolbox. Right. I, I'm still working on the balance, like you mentioned a little bit earlier. But I will tell you um, a, something that I started maybe about three or four years ago. Um, I wake up really early in the morning. Like I texted you this morning at 3 o'clock. I'm like, hey, Kelly. Um, <laughs> I wake up very early. But before I do anything before I look at my phone, before I open my laptop, I listen to the word on my Bible app. It reads it to me and I just sit there and I meditate. I have my cup of coffee and then I pray and I sit in complete silence. And I do, I do that every single day Mm -hmm. um, before I do anything, before I check my email or before I open up my laptop. And I need that. I need that that time and that space to listen and to pour out my heart. And um, when I talk to other people and when I have my first conversation of the day or if someone is, you know, having an issue and they really need some support, I, I have a source that I can pull from. And so I think that's where the calmness comes from. 
I'm not as in control as I'd like to believe, but I know who is. So that's, that's good right. enough. You know what? People listening right now, they're like, all right, then that's what I'll be doing. <laughs> it works. It does. I'm in second Kings right now. It works. <laughs> as we wrap up, what are you hoping that all of your travels, because you are, you are up early too, because you're dealing with, with international yes. clients. Um, what are you hoping that your international, your national, your local travels do when it comes to your hometown of the city of Mobile? That's a great question. You know, I'm so excited to, uh, when I leave our area, to tell people about what I'm doing. And they say, oh, well, where are you headquartered? Oh, I'm I'm headquartered in Alabama. <laughs> you know, I live in Baldwin County. I live in Fairhope. My family is in Mobile. I'm a Mobile girl. Um, but it's important to be able to share to other people who are in Atlanta. They're in New York. A lot of stuff in tech is happening in California to let them know that we also are, we can be a hub. There's so much talent here. And there are so many resources, and I'm really excited to let them know that. Look out for Mobile. I mean, we're we're really starting to put it on the map. There are a couple of great tech companies that are started here. Fish and Chaos is down here. You know, shout out for them. Um, and probably one of the best IP attorneys that deal with that in our state, Hunter Adams. We're starting to really make a mark here. So for people who want to do something in tech and they think that they need to move away, I think we should just start the hub here. We can start this and we can make this like a Birmingham and then like in Atlanta, then like a California. Speaking it into existence, into existence, my friend. Dr. Gia, one more time, give us the best way to reach you for those who want to follow up. Please reach me on my website. I mean, it has great information about all the things that we offer and the fun things that we're doing. So that is moraleresource.com and audidocity.com. You don't have to pronounce it, though, but you can find <laughs> She's also right. on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn as well. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate you. Thank and you for having me. You bet. Anytime. And thank you for tuning into this edition of 251 Now with Kelly Finley. Have a great Sunday. We'll see you back here same time, same place next week.